It's the Spud Goodman Happy Hours. Welcome to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Mike West. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, here to kick things off is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. From the bowels of NWCZ Studio in beautiful Tacoma, Washington, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world wide web. It's Spud Goodman. I am Spud Goodman, and welcome to my little program tonight. It's my distinct privilege and high honor to announce my special co-host for tonight, Mr. Mike West. Hey. A legendary broadcaster in the Northwest for those listening outside of the region and current host of Breakfast with the Beatles. That's right, Breakfast with the Beatles on KZOK 102.5 every Sunday morning. And I should probably add that this dude just doesn't play Beatles stuff. He actually spent quality time hanging out with Sir Paul. That's, that, that is correct. Well, I... That's for the record. Um, hey, and if you're listening to us now in Cancun or on the coast of Florida, um, I, he's on the web, all right? So anyway, so please give more than the usual tepid welcome you would normally give to my longtime co-host, <laughs> Mr. Chick Hunter, because this guy deserves it. Hello, Mike. Hey, that's very kind. Hi. Yeah, so, Mike. <laughs> That's oh right. my! Thank That's you. Right. That was nicely canned. Yes. So where is uh, where is Chick again? See, I'm kind of feeling a little creepy sitting in his spot on the couch, not knowing mm-hmm. what happened to him. Is he still? Is he okay? Is he alive? Because I kind of have a hard time believing that he would miss any show if he was, you know, even still breathing. Well, he he's unavailable to the general public for the next um, it's eleven days. Ooh. So let's just say he's serving his community. So are you talking about uh, in the clink, in the pokey? Uh, yes. Gray bar? Yeah, yes. that kind of thing. Yes. $2,367 in parking fines worked out to 13 days in the Pierce County Jail, and he's two days in so far, I think. Um, you know, it's possible they might have farmed him out to one of those dinky jails in like Fife or Buckley, as all the counties, you know, in the state are trying to save money and ship, yeah, their, yeah. ship their people out to save a few bucks. Who knows where he's at, but I'm sure he's going to call collect tonight. I, I hope so. This is the studio. This is where yep. you do this. Yep. Uh would I be mistaken in assuming that this uh, gentleman with his little buddy here uh, on his lap is is he related to is he a relative of yours well, or what? Um, I'm yeah. kind of picking up a resemblance is what I'm getting at because mm. yeah okay oh, I admit it I'll I mean to not, it. not the, the dummy I mean the guy that's standing up here that's what I'm yeah I'm yeah sorry he's, he's my uncle Steve okay that, that is your uncle Steve that stupid dummy he carries around cool. with him is uh, excuse me if I might jump in here please don't call Jerry here a dummy. Personal insults are not helpful. Both Jerry and I would never have taken the bus here tonight if we had known we would be would be subjected to this. But why are you here? I don't remember inviting you both. You're, you're family, Spud, and both Jerry and I have your back. We know Chick might never get out of prison. 
Jerry thought this was his third strike, so he graciously volunteered to step up and fill in as your co-host. We all know you can't do this by yourself, for God's sake. Now, you guys, I'm, I'm feeling kind of... I don't want to cause a rift here well, with the family. I would be more than happy to go right now, because I don't want to come between you well, and the no. whole... Well, okay, this is a tough call. Let's see. Me going with a legendary Northwest Hall of Fame broadcaster <laughs> or a useless hunk of balsa wood to be my co-host. Tough well, call. Jerry here has something he'd like to get off his chest. So, you're going to let... Some big-time radio personality come between family? You always wore an asshole, Spud. But tonight takes the cake, man. Please keep your little buddy quiet. And I'm serious about this. I'm not joking around here. I'm going to have you both removed if you do not. So, Mike, uh, you're good to go now? Um, yeah, okay. All right, then. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's do a, let's do a little radio show. Okay. Uh, little, so, yes. what do you want to play tonight? Maybe some rarities of the early Beatles? Because, you know, they started the whole thing in Hamburg, Germany, many, many years ago. I did not know this. You know, uh, uh, yeah, Beatles. Okay. okay. I didn't bring my Beatles stuff with me. I, 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 you know, I realized that about 10 minutes ago. Oh, boy. I sort of forgot and left what I was going to bring in my apartment. But, here. Here's my backup plan. Um, in the studio, we got something that's going to work in a pinch. I saw it over there, and Anwan's got it in his hand right now. It may not be John, Paul, George, or Ringo, but it's close. I don't think it's been played here. I know that for a long time, so yeah. let's cue it up right now. <sighs> it's going to buy us some time, all right? Just hold, bear with me on this, all right? Yep. The next 56 minutes, it's going to kill it, and we're, and we're going to be okay. It's our Ruddle CD, and maybe we can play the whole album, and then we can call this the thing like maybe Dinner with the Ruddles. I know it's corny, but you know, anyway. Uh, wow. If... If this is the best you got, then uh, all right, go ahead and play a song or two. I'll, I'll, it'll give me a few minutes to kind of figure out how to save your little radio show here tonight, uh, Spud. But by the way, you know I worked at a, a big commercial radio. Yeah, how many commercials do you guys run like per hour? Um, well, you know we don't really run commercials here. I mean, I could try and sell something. Like maybe I got like a spare pair of Ray Bans. I think somebody uh, would want those, and maybe mm, a show T-shirt. What? Yeah, let's just play the damn song. Okay, on one. Hey, help me out here, please. Here are the Ruddles coming at you. Coming at you like that? I stole that from you. Coming at you with looking good. I never said um, that. We're uh, going to call this a snack with the Ruddles, and I'm going to play like maybe four or five songs from their CD. That would get us to maybe 30 minutes to fill. So you get like a 20 share each Sunday with playing all Beatles. I, I, I read that. They're pretty so, good bands, bud. Yeah, I, but I figure we can get a half a share at least with the Ruddles. So let's play this, please. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> No one in my life till I met you You brought me love and taught me how to smile You picked me up when I was feeling blue From now on my future is worthwhile It's looking good, it's looking good, it's looking good, it's looking good, it's looking good Okay, 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 okay for once, I agree with my uncle's dummy over there. Just, the, the Ruddles were not that great of an idea. We're going we're gonna to go to Plan B here. All right. He, here's a song uh, from a Northwest artist that is making major waves in the entertain, entertainment industry. As his music has been licensed by many TV and... TV and I'm having a hard time talking. You're making me nervous, Mike. Me? Yes, you're making me nervous. Anyway, I'm his making music, myself nervous, so don't, don't even... Okay, it's been licensed by many uh, TV and film projects. Yeah, yeah. He's also performed on, uh, on Fallon. That's yeah, right. On not Jimmy the Show. Tonight Show Fallon, but the old Fallon oh, okay, Show. Okay, whatever. Yeah. He also plays drums for fun with uh, Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein. 
of Portlandia, by the way, when they're on the road playing live shows. Okay, I think, Mike, you can take it away. You know the rest of the story. All right. So uh, do you want me to just intro yes, the song please like, do. A, like a radio guy would Yes, do? please do. Some All professionalism. Right. I could use that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome, please, from Seattle, Washington, the band Telekinesis. It's your son's band. This is my kid. Goodman Radio Show. Attention listeners, attention listeners, pick up the phone and call in on the Spud Line. Now that Joe has your attention, call or text the Spud Line now at 253-242-3054. That's 253-242-3054. Attention listeners, attention listeners, pick up that phone and call the Spud Line. Pick up the phone and call in on the Spud line. Uh, you know what, uh, Spud, they're saying you have a little phone call holding. Um, wanted to take it. Go ahead, take it. Uh, all right. Come on. Okay, you're on the air, caller. I like this. That's uh, professional. It's on. Me, Daniel. Oh, great. I just tuned into the show and found out you had on Mr. Mike West of KZOK 102.5 on the dial. Yeah. I never mm. miss his breakfast with a Beatles show oh. every Sunday. 
How come you didn't tell me about him being on tonight? Mike, it's my cousin Samuel, and I'm going to get rid of him. Just give me a second. No, 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 no. He sounds like a pretty cool dude here. Can you... Uh... You know, I listen to your show, Spud, and you yeah. do hang up on a lot of people. Yeah, well. And I don't want you to be late. Can we say dick on the... Uh, yeah, you can say I don't dick. want you to be labeled as a dick. Maybe you shouldn't have said it, but... Okay. Well, but, Sam, okay, Sam, what are you calling for? Well, I was wondering if Mr. West would be interested in having a meteorologist on the show. You know, do an extended forecast at the bottom of each hour. Come on. Okay, see, now I kind of get why you might be hanging up on Pete. Yes. Uh, you know, Sam, uh, really nice to talk to you, but you know the, the show that I do is only two hours, right? Well, that's still a chance to do two on-air forecasts. All I'm asking for is a shot here. If I could be your weather guy, it would let me get my little toe in the door. Mm. Who knows where it could lead? Yeah, his little toe is bigger than a Presto log, by the way. Samuel, this is cheesy. Leave my guest alone, all right? Spud, you would think as my cousin you would be looking out for possible opportunities for me. You do remember I still owe over $12,000 on my Doppler radar system loan with the bank. Uh, you know, I, I still cannot believe they gave you that loan. I don't know what your interest rate is. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, send me a demo of your weather forecasting. And then I'll, I'll give it a listen, and, uh, you know, uh, my people, I don't have any people, but you my will? people will get back to you. Yeah, you yeah, for sure. Oh, well, that would be so awesome. Mm. I will yeah, go into the studio down. tomorrow and cut a new demo that will blow your socks off. Hey, Sam, go clean yourself up right now, okay? Are you done here? Well, I was wondering if I could possibly do a quick three- to five-day forecast right now to show Mr. West he made the right decision. What did he say, Spud? No, 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 absolutely not. i got a show to do here, please. Okay, so... It, has, it appears that a cold front is headed our yeah, way. Here Break he goes, here he goes. Okay, on one. On one. Okay. okay, right now we're going to yeah. go to an interview that Chick and I did a few days ago with uh, the co-host of IFC's show Comedy Bang Bang, the very cool comedian and musician Mr. Reggie Watts. We tried to get it in the can before he had to turn himself in. Are you talking about Reggie or Chick? No, 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 Chick. Reggie's oh. never done Hard Time that I know of. Anyway, he's a huge star on TV now, and he got his start in Seattle, which is very cool. Let's run the thing. Spud, I believe we have the call. He's on the line? He's on the line. Super. Hey, am I speaking with Reggie Watts right now? And God knows I love labeling people. So this is going to be a challenge. You're a musician first and foremost, a comedian, a talk show host, co-host, an arranger, composer. I could go on. I mean, do you paint and maybe design software for the Defense Department, too? I mean, I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah, I, I will at some point, I'm sure, in, in some capacity. I hope, of course. All right, super. <laughs> and he's a co-host, bud. Did you hear that? Yeah, he's, he's a co-host. A co yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. Huh? Huh? Um, well, why don't you learn how to play an instrument? Maybe you could actually do something functional. Anyway, let's get into this. Oh. Uh, you do have some roots in Seattle, Washington. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. I'm currently in Seattle, Washington. Oh, very cool. Mock tube. Uh, you had a little band, yes, on your experience with the band then. Uh, yeah, I mean, we met... Uh, in like 1995, I think. Is okay. Right? Yeah, 94, 94. Um, started playing together, and um, yeah, we're kind of around for a long time until I uh, took off in 2003 to pursue comedy. And basically, I guess that story is you moved to New York in 2003, and you basically became an international star overnight. It was pretty much that easy, correct? Oh, yeah, super easy. Um, hey, I got to say, the press you've received in the last you know, a few years. GQ Magazine, uh, Reggie Watts is the coolest comedian on the planet. New York Magazine tosses out spectacularly original. I'd like to jump in with my quote if I could. Way too talented and makes me very uncomfortable. That's Spud Goodman. Maybe they could write that one down. Um, <laughs> I like it. Uh, does the pressure get to you ever? 
Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really think about it too much. I mean, um, nice burden. Yeah, I don't really think about it. As I figured, I figured. All right. You know, your music is very difficult to label, and as I said previously, I love to label things. I, I just can't do it with you. So, who had the most influence on you? Um, uh, most influence maybe. Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe Ray Charles, maybe I don't I don't know. That's like the earliest guy I can remember, but but you know, like from the eighties, you know, like one of um, um, new wave bands and stuff like that. Toss too. out a couple. So I, hard to say, but I also like some of the popular stuff. I mean, I loved. Um, uh, well, I, I loved like Shaka Khan at the time too, like stuff like great, like from Breaking. Mm-hmm. How about George Clinton? Yeah. You know, Jim- not so much. Really? No, I didn't really get into P Funk and George Clinton. All this, I, they, they were on the periphery. I, I, I toss that because I'm a, I'm a huge Clinton fan. But okay, um, he's all, well, he's awesome. Yes, he is. Um, when you have downtime, and I don't know if you really have that, but uh, I'm guessing it's not often. What do you do to kill time? Crossword puzzles, stamp collecting, hunting for Nazi war criminals. What are we talking about? Um, uh. You know, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I watch. I guess I watch movies. I watch a lot of TV shows. Um, on not on TV, but just like just downloading them. God, he's a lot more evolved than we are. Okay, so hey, if you could, you strike me as a romantic. I don't know. I could be wrong, but if you could change one thing about Valentine's Day, what would it be? Uh, if I could, what was Valentine's Day? If you could change one thing about Valentine's Day, what would it be? Because, like I said, you strike me as a fairly romantic person. Um. I don't know because I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day, but I I, I guess I would. Uh, for me, Valentine's Day is every day. But but uh, I, I don't know. I guess um, and probably maybe take a ride on uh, SpaceX or the Virgin Galactic flight or something like that. There That'd you go. Cool. There you go. All right. That's, I'd change the color. You got good perks, sir. Okay. Yeah. That's a. Um, I'll write that down. Gosh. Long-term career goals, Reggie. What are we talking about at this point? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I just want to make, I just want to be making my own stuff, you know, like, uh, uh, like video stuff and kind of larger scale production stuff. So, I mean, probably have some kind of a production company of some sort and just making whatever comes to mind. That's really, that's really my goal. Well, heads, <laughs> heads up for the people listening now. You can catch this gentleman Friday nights at 10 p.m. anywhere in the freaking world on IFC's Comedy Bang Bang. Correct? Is that correct? Yeah, and yeah, why should it look crazy? That's right, and it's very, very cool. I want to say that for the record, because yeah, I have Netflix. All right, Mr. Reggie Watts, thank (laughs) you so much. (laughs) Thank you, man. Genuine musical treat. Tune in to the, the Spud Goodman Show, radio's famous program that takes you on a magic carpet of melody to a world of beauty. All right, it's musical guest interview time. One of my favorite parts of the show. I'm with uh, Stay Tuned tonight. I'm I'm pumped. Uh, guys, are you there? Hi, Spud. Yeah. Hey, Spud. Hi. Super. Um, 
Was the birth of Stay Tuned natural or fueled by numbing agents? How long have you guys been around? <laughs> uh, so technically, we've been around for about 10 years. Um, the original the original concept, I was in college and I did a jazz recital where I did jazz versions of TV show themes as my graduation project. Okay, I need your ID first. <laughs> your name, please. Uh, I'm Phil. Sorry. Gotcha. Hi, Phil. And I uh, grew up in L.A., um, came up with that idea. And then when I was driving up here to move to Seattle, I, I told the guy I was, uh, I was moving up here with, I said, we should do this as a rock project. And about a year later, we started doing that. Super. All TV themes. Yeah. Originally, it was all TV themes. And we did about 40 of them. Um, wow. We did. Question, we, we tried Thanks. to do we tried to do original arrangements of them. So Gilligan's Island was like an Iron Maiden sticks combination. Yeah. Uh, we did a version of the Munsters combined with uh, Edgar Winters Frankenstein. Well, can um, you give me 10 seconds of cheers? Um, sure. Yeah. Great song. Let's see if they can do this. I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's jiving us. Oh, he's got it. Making your way in the world today. Damn, he did it. everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Okay, okay, all right, you got me. That's great. All right, you're good. Awesome. What about what about really old shows like Sea Hunt or uh, you know Leave It to Beaver or something like? Do you guys do how how far back do you go? I think that the oldest song we we did was The Munsters. Yeah. Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah. What about Jump the Shark shows? Shows that you know like Happy Days when they just got really ridiculous. Um, they never changed the theme song though. Yeah, they no. never. Yeah. No, no but I mean like a theme of just shows that jump the shark. Oh, crap shows. Well, I mean we did. I think the well Airwolf we did, and I don't know how popular Airwolf was. That was a jump show. the shark show. Yeah. yeah, that was good show though. Yeah, crap shows. Now when you're getting into that category, you really you're kind of in front. It's kind of a, it's a little insulting, but I'll, I'll pass on. All that right, yeah. sorry. Hey, I understand you guys opened up for our friends Metalachi in Los Angeles. That's what uh, that's what they had told me. Uh, correct? Yeah, that is true. Okay, I, I take. What it do they do? Movie themes? No, they no. don't. Oh. Um, but I would take it that fans down there uh, in Los Angeles are a little more demanding, being in an industry town. Do, do they have? Do they request like obscure favorites, like the theme from Stranger Than Paradise, or like from Clerks? Uh, no, we didn't get any weird. Uh, it, it was actually the our old bass player and I are both from Los Angeles, so actually the crowd was a lot of. Old people, our our families old? came out. Mike, to did it. you catch that? Old, yeah. I got it. We're gonna pass on right. that. Oh, let's hear some damn music. All right, all right. What do we got? Uh, we're gonna do a little song from uh, Dirty Dancing uh, called oh. "I've Had the Time of My Life." Oh man, let's old hands. Jerry. This <laughs> one's for the ladies. Now I had the time of my life, and I never felt this way before. Yes, I swear it's the truth. And I owe it all to you Cause I had the time of my life And I owe it all to you I've been waiting for so long Now I finally found someone to stand by me Saw the writing on the wall as we felt this magical fantasy. Now with passion in our eyes, there's no way we can disguise secretly. So we take each other's hand, there's no way to understand the urgency. Just remember, you're the one. Tell you 
Goodman Radio Show with Mike West will return in just a moment. Once again, here's Spud and Mike. Hey, Spud. Yeah? Your mom's on the phone, man. <sighs> uh, hey, you know, do you want to call out for a pizza? Because I am, like, totally starving. You know, I could eat. Yeah. But, Spud, I mean, this your mom is holding. So, Mike, your, uh, your mom take the call. Mike, uh, was my mother ever in the TV studio when you and Gary Crow dropped by in the late 80s? Uh, have you ever uh, met her? Uh, that's kind of a... I, not that I know of. Why do you... I'm just wondering, because... All right, on one, put her on, put her on, put her on the air. Good. Are you on? Are you there, mom? Hello. Uh, is this the cell phone? Yes. 
son who I almost died giving birth to. How are you, my baby? Okay, Mike, first of all, and I want to get this straight. This is the thousandth time I've done this. My birth was totally uneventful. Uh. You know, I've seen the hospital records, but she still keeps telling this story over and over where she thinks she deserves a purple heart for having a kid. Spud, would you like to formally introduce me to Mike? I cannot believe you did not invite me to come down to the studio tonight. Oh, I wonder you why. Know how a fan I have been of him over the years. Oh my! Mike, mm. Mike if, if I could ask, are you, as they say, currently between relationships? I don't want to sound pushy here, but yes. I would love to cook you a nice dinner. Uh, Mom, mm. he's happily married. Okay, back off. Totally happy. Well, happy I... can be a flexible term, you know. I'm just offering to make Mike my special meatloaf and see where it goes from there. You never know. Um, excuse my mom's inappropriate advice, yeah, uh, Mike. Seriously, weird, go ahead. Uh, you know, I just learned last month that her and my dad, my late dad, you know, had an open marriage for a while. I had no idea. Hmm. So not it until you've tried it, you know. Yeah. So, Mike. Yeah. Do you play any Beatles songs done by someone who is not a Beatle? Oh. Last week, I brought the house down, crushing Helter Skelter, doing karaoke at the bar at El Toro. It oh, was, no. the, it was awesome, only the man. second time I performed it in public. Someone recorded it on their phone and sent it to me. Um, would you like me to forward it to you? Yeah. Um, wow. You know, uh, yeah, sure, Mrs. Goodman. Sure. I can't, you know, honestly, I can't play covers of Beatles songs, but I will give it a listen when I when I get home. I promise. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be so amazing. Okay, 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 okay Mom. I, I, I'm sure you're very happy right now. I have to go. And I'll, I will, just for what it's worth, I will be over there if... If you're concerned about this Saturday, like I'm supposed to be, and I'll take care of the recycling, oh, just separate nice. the beer bottles from the cans this time, okay? <laughs> uh, goodbye, Mrs. Goodman. Nice talking to you. A uh, Mike, Spud has my number if you want to take me up on that meatloaf. Toodles! Yeah, all right. Sorry about that, Mike. That's, okay. Uh, hmm. All right. Hey, if, if I have not already expressed my thanks to you for helping save this episode tonight you by You have expressed that, but okay, go, go, do it again. Yeah, well, I, I, I will. But, and, and please be aware of how grateful I am. But, oh, you know, because wow. I could be sitting here right now with dead air, and it wasn't, wasn't with your help. You know, I don't know what it would be. Anyway, I don't want to get emotional. So, um, I got to ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, Uncle, what are you doing up with the microphone? Jerry, Jerry here is missing his favorite TV show tonight to help you out. And we both feel you could show a little gratitude towards him. He was in hopes if he did well, you might consider at least making him a co-co-host. Uh, mm, you know, I'm a firm believer in three's a crowd, sorry. Jerry here hates the Beatles, but I very much enjoy them. Uh, would this be a good time to play an actual Beatles tune? Uh... Maybe, but I don't think we're actually hooked up to play anything over there. Sorry. I've been saying it for like, you know, 20 minutes here now. Yeah, I, I know. We could just play an no. actual Beatles song um, and tie everything together here. Look, I, I, Uncle Steve, I'm sure Mike does not appreciate the kind of attitude that your dummy has expressed. He's a guest in our studio, and I don't think it's cool for that lame-ass dummy to insult the greatest band of all time. Um, personally, you know, kind of getting tired of your emails on behalf of him telling me to play stuff from Morbid Angel and Postmortem and whoever the hell they are. Those bands are like total weights of human flesh. Jerry here feels human flesh is highly overrated, and he would like to channel Greg, the ancient Inca warrior, right now, as he would like to be included in the discussion. 
Spud, you are walking, talking proof that evolution is an old wives' tale. Too many great civilizations preceded your existence, but now you clearly represent a U-turn in the progress of mankind. It is quite disheartening. Uh, if that, I could, uh, can I just jump in here for just a second? I know it's not. Yeah, go my, ahead. Go ahead. I understand. Please. Not, everyone is, uh, you know, an act, a Beatles freak like like us. Yeah. I mean, 94 to 96% of the entire world's population, probably other planets are, yep. are, are Beatle freaks. But uh, um, there is room for all all taste in music, even even death metal. To be so, honest with you, Mr. West, yeah. Jerry and I have some have had some knockdown drag out fights about what to play in our iPod when we take walks or get on the bus. I try to be the bigger person and accommodate him, but his stuff really sucks. Okay, tell you what, if you and the dummy would like to take off now, I'm sure we'll be able to finish the show without you. I think the last bus leaves in like, I don't know, 12 minutes. Oh, Look no, at your watch. No, 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 no. We decided to take a cab home so we can stay as long as we're needed. Oh. Spud, I, I, I won't lie. That dummy is starting to uh, kind of freak me out a little bit. It's making me uncomfortable, and I think the band can, can agree with me. Is that? Yeah. Completely. I mean, his eyes are kind of piercing. Yeah, look, well, just look at him. Yeah, <laughs> tell if, me about it, man. If he stays, could we just put maybe like a little duct tape over his his eyes? Because I'm really, this is is creepy. It's creepy, man. <sighs> You're taking my personal space my is threatened now. at this point. You All see? right, okay. Well, hey, well, right now we're going to jump in the Wayback Machine and play a clip uh, of of yours, Mike. You and your old partner John Langan uh, during an ep- doing an episode of that classic Leave It to Beaver bits that you guys used to do. Was Gary Crow in this one? I think it's the typewriter one. Was he in uh, that one? You know, I'm not sure. Maybe he played the typewriter. I don't know. Okay, well, let's roll the damn thing. It's Leave It to Beaver 1980. Hello, mother. I'm home. Affair. I'm home. Mother. That's nice, dear. Mom. Where's Beaver? Uh, dear, you're Beaver and you're right here. If you see him, tell him I'll be upstairs in his room waiting for him. Hello, Jill. Hello, dear. Have a nice day. Well, Ward, I'm concerned that Beaver is getting a little lonely. Huh? Do you think maybe we could talk to Wally and they could spend a little more time together? Certainly, dear. I remember as a boy. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. I'm home. Hello, Wally. Hello, dear. Wally, your mother and I would like you to spend a little more time with the beaver. Maybe take him to a matinee or something. Dad, beaver's 36 years old. I'm going to go wash up for supper. (laughs) Wally, can we play some beaver? I'm 42 years old. I'm too old to play games, and you are too. Wally. Yeah. Remember when we have pillow fights? Like this? Yeah. Beaver, don't hit yourself. That's not a pillow. That's the typewriter. Beaver, you little fruitcake, you knocked yourself cold. Mom and Dad, Beaver just got knocked out. You better come upstairs. (sighs) Wally, sprinkle some water on him. He's coming, too. Oh, oh. Hello, Mother and Father. It's me, Theodore Cleaver, your son. Wallace, my eldest brother, and I were playing, and I had been hit in the head with an electric typewriter. Beaver, your voice. Lord. June, I'm as amazed as you are. Yes, Mr. Cleaver and Mrs. Cleaver, sometimes a blow to the head, much like the one I received, can cause a complete reversal in one's innermost personality. Wally, what happened? Well, he just hit himself with the typewriter like this. Ouch. I say, ouch, Mom and Dad, I don't feel too good. 
Hey, Mom, this is fun. Every time he hit the little goofy, changes personalities. I'm going upstairs to my bedroom where I reside. Yes, horseplay can be dangerous, as you can see. I don't feel too good. Yes, mother and father, I have had better moments to be sure. I feel I have a concussion caused by getting socked in my noggin. June, June, if we hit him one more time and leave him that way, he'll sound normal, intelligent, and we'll be Ward. How could you? Well, Mom, Beaver's getting this big dent on the side of his head. Oh no, Ward. What do we do? I suppose we call a doctor immediately, June. Dad, let me call Eddie, and he can bring over a crowbar instead. He'd like to get a load of this. Wally. Just kidding, Dad. Beaver to Beaver, 1980, a Squadmaster's presentation. You're listening to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Mike West. Okay, guys, uh, it's music. It's it's music time. You guys ready? Can yes. we do this? This is a terrible song from a terrible movie. Give up forever to touch you Cause I know that you feel me somehow You're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be And I don't want to go home right now
right, all right. I gotta ask, what horrible song from what horrible movie was that? <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 called Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh yeah, Nicholas man. Cage movie City of Angels. Oh, thank you for so that. So we bluesed it out because it's you. unbearable. Okay. Otherwise, that was a piece of crap movie. Yeah. Thank you for that. We, Great you know, song though. I thought. Thank you. When you're a band that plays movie themes, you kind of have to. You, you're obligated to play certain ones. And no, I hear you. Sometimes you have to turn those turds into into gold. <laughs> All right, that was for the record. All right, we're gonna be back in one second. Don't go away. This I said is stay the Spud Goodman Radio Show. serious i know it's time once again for the spud goodman show's salute to individual enterprise and initiative the job of the week speaking with uh am i speaking with mike from cj's bail bonds company in tacoma washington Yes, you are. Super. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. With me tonight is uh, Mike West, who, by the way, has a show on KZOK Breakfast with the Beatles. Mike, have, have I plugged that seven times yet or not? I That's need to fine. know. Keep I think doing I'm it. at five now. That's okay. Uh, anyway, my regular co-host, Chick Hunter, sitting uh, out some jail time for parking tickets. Oh, this is perfect. Then. So anyway, uh, yeah, the world of uh, bail bonds companies. Is it a boring gig, uh, you know, nine to five thing, or is it, or is it exciting? Well, give me the straight scoop. Well, it depends on what you do. Some people write bail, which is kind of a, you know, nine to five gig. You sit in the office and you field phone calls and you negotiate mm-hmm. bail. Mm-hmm. And then there's the recovery side of it, which is a lot more fun. That's where you go out and you have to knock on doors with people who like jump bail and yeah. see if you can get it back in. Yeah. And that's, that's the entertaining part. Wow. Very cool. Well, let's break down the basic financial recipe of bail bonds. Uh, if I or Mike West here uh, got arrested for like art forgery. Hypothetically. Or, yeah. Hypothetically. Or being right. a cat burglar <laughs> and bail is set right. like $10,000. How much money would my... F- my or Mike's friends have to come up with for us to get sprung from stir. It's a ten percent premium, so it'd be a thousand dollars. And then wow. we also need a co-signer, somebody to back the ten thousand uh, dollars, just in case you jump bail. Damn. And we couldn't find you in the sixty-day period. We'd have to, you know, be forced to pay the pay the court, which would ideally come out of your co-signer's pocket. Wow. So you don't accept stuff like CD collections or golf clubs for collateral? I take <laughs> it then. Because somebody Typically told me not, you did. No. Okay. All right. Um, hey, uh, do you ever come across criminals that just bug you so much that you say, no, man, for everyone's sake, you should probably stay where you're at, we're at right now? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I know you're probably like well, attorneys where you have to defend like bad people and you have to work with these guys sometimes, right? Well, yeah, there's a lot of knuckleheads. But you know what? We do have to assess our risk because ultimately it is a, an insurance decision that we're making. Mm-hmm. You know, if we put ourselves um, in a position where the person's not going to come back and we know they're a knucklehead and they don't have somebody to, to financially back them that, you know, no, we're going to pass on it. Well, what percentage of clients who post bail don't show up for court and forfeit the bond? About 8%. Hmm. About 8%. And then about 4% of those have done it by design. The other four may have just not gotten their mail or, um, you know, whatever. They, they just didn't make it to court. But 4% from the onset of the... Uh, contract have kind of intentionally set out to to defraud us or to you know they knew they weren't going to go to court they were going to 
try to evade this whole thing altogether. So their co-signers then put a contract out on them, huh? Because they're stuck with the, with, <laughs> man, that's not cool. All right. Hey, right, uh, right. now most of America thinks they know what life as a bounty hunter is like, you know, after Dog the Bounty Hunter's show. Uh, but, you sure. know, there there are bounty hunters out there without mullets. Is that correct? I mean, <laughs> I mean, guys that don't well, dress like 80s glam rock member band, you know, members, <laughs> whatever. Quite frankly, he's the only one I do know that still has the mullet. He's, he's a character of what he probably was at one time in his life. He's mm-hmm. a cartoon character. Um, you know, the industry kind of frowns upon him. He's a guy who oh. was convicted of uh, murder or manslaughter. You know, he doesn't have his ability to carry a weapon, so he has to work in states where um, recovery agents aren't licensed. Or, oh, or that's how you get your own TV show. Oh, so that's why yeah, he carries yeah, around? Yeah, you go rogue. Oh, so he just carries around that can of Raid or something? He sprays at people? That's the best he can do? That's all he can pack? Exactly. Are you packing yeah, heat yeah, right yeah, now, exactly. by the way? Yeah, he, he'd be committing a felony if he was uh, to carry a, a firearm. Do you pack heat? Yeah, yeah, as a matter of fact, we, we run a full tactical team. You know, we Whoa. go after some real knuckleheads, and so, yeah, we carry sidearms and long rifles, depending on the Damn. situation. Damn, okay know? then. Yeah. Any of your clients ever been on Judge Judy? Good, Not that good, I know of. Question. They probably strive Judy. to be, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's that's, the best. That's the pinnacle of your criminal career yeah. right there, yeah. That's hey. it. Yeah, when you make it there, you can just that's, retire. Yeah. What's the most money someone has ever posted for bail in your career? No names are required. Um, well, we had a uh, a million dollar deal, which Ooh. you know that's you know it's a big deal, um, you know because we're going out on the limb um, for the million dollars of liability. But you know, again, we have to assess our risk, and on that one, we had a great co-signer. You know, there's, there's been I guess. you know I, we're we're part of the National Association, so we've heard of higher bails than that, and um, it's it's really interesting. Commercial bail is the most successful form of getting somebody back to court for their court cases. Mm-hmm. You know, some states don't do not do commercial bail, only four in the United States, and they have a really, really high failure to appear rate. So the the bondsman is the most successful uh, form of getting somebody back to court on time. Oh, super. Hey, does the bail bonds business have to deal with the ups and downs of the economy like other businesses? Like, does it work in reverse where things pick up for you when the economy goes in the tank and when things drop <laughs> off when the economy's, like, booming? Gosh, we've tried to run graphs year to year and month to month, and it really does not follow the economic trends of okay. the rest of right. the, the, the crowd. Yeah, it's really unusual. It's but prime. Um, it seems to be spud. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it's, odd. Never it's very unusual. Yeah, and around here, you know, there's a huge, huge, almost epidemic proportion of, you know, drug use, meth, mm-hmm. heroin, all this stuff. And right. there's tons of spinoff crimes that, um, you know, uh, are, are happening because of that. They're trying to go make money. You know, they're stealing cars. They're stealing anything that they can to sell, you know, right. to make money for drugs. Okay. So, so, yeah, uh, so it's always there. Gotcha. Uh, what advice would you give to the little ones out there listening who might be considering the bail bonds <laughs> business as a possible career? Is it a growth industry or is it about as tough to get into a show business? No, you know what? Anytime I think in any business, no matter what you want to do, if you're good, you're going to find a place, even if it's a saturated market. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time, for 31 years as a recovery person, writing bail wow. for whatever, 18, 20-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. Man. Yeah. But, yeah, but if you if you are good at something, just like you guys trying to get into radio, it's probably the same parallel. You know, oh, there's well, somebody Mike's already in doing radio. that I'm kind of like... Not really, but I understand. Right. What you're I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're good, you're going to find a spot. Are you ever afraid for your life, by the way? I mean, have you come across people you go, oh, my God, I don't want to deal with that criminal? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of of bad guys. I mean, legit bad guys out there. You know, there is evil lurking in the shadows. See, now I'm not going to sleep tonight. 
Yeah. Fine. All right. Um, well, Mike, I got I want to thank you so much for taking the time to check in with us at the Spud Goodman uh, Radio Show. I have your card. It's CJ's Bail Bonds business, right? Yep, yep, that's it. Tacoma, Washington. Um, but uh, I'm going to keep it handy because you never know uh, as people in my business, my, you know, Mike and I, actually, he's in the business. I'm kind of like, oh, no, not peripheral. But, uh, you know, afraid. we occasionally do make bad decisions, and it's good to know I'm having that in my wallet, right, with a couple other things I've been carrying around for many, many years. <laughs> that old condom. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> oh, Use those things, thing, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, thank you so much yep. for taking the time to check in. Uh, can we call you again sometime? All right, brother. Feel free. Yep, we're always around. All right, you take it easy, man. Okay, take care, guys. I can't take this! Dinner is served. Dinner is served. Dinner is served. Yeah. Hey, uh, they said accordion Joe's on the on the phone. You got to take this one because I love accordions and I, I and I love Joe. So, well, please. but do you really know him? I mean, really know him? Have you had to deal with the accordion music twenty four seven for many many years in a row? I mean, it sucks the humanity out of you. Put him on. <sighs> okay, fine. Come Joe, on, Joe, you there? Well, it's about damn time. <laughs> I've been on hold for well over twenty five minutes, Spud. I have not been on our show in over a month. I've had to call that new chick hosting your post-show report to catch up on what the heck's going on with the show these days. And by the way, what bar did you pick her up at anyway? <laughs> She's a professional broadcaster, Joe. She's not my girlfriend. What are you calling about tonight? Well, for one thing, I'd like to say hello to an old friend, uh. Mike West. How are you doing, guys? Oh, great, Joe. It's been quite a few years, man. Long time. Long time. Yeah, I, I would say so. Man, the last time I saw you and your old partner, Gary Crow, wow, I had jet black hair, man. Okay, super. Can we dispense <laughs> with the personal grooming updates, Joe? Okay, you've been on the air now. Are you happy? Uh, I'm pretty sure your guests would love to hear me play a Beatle tune or two. Um... Uh, what do you say, Mike? You know, uh, I was just told by the interns moments ago that the show is running a little late, so uh, maybe maybe some other time, Joe. Is that cool? Good call, Mike. Thanks. Uh, hey, hey, listen, guys. I will make it quick. I'll play a little bit of Obladee, Oblada. Everybody loves Obladee, Oblada. Yeah. Okay. Look. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah, that copy cuts cool, Joe. I just found it's easier to get rid of the guy by letting him play for a few seconds. We just cut him off. He, right, he just right, keeps on playing. That's, Never knows he's I'm, good. I'm in. All right, let's do this. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, play. Um, you can play. Um, hey, hey, you know, uh, I'm listening right now, right? Um, yeah, matter. here it goes. Get ready. Okay, super. Is he gone? Um, yeah. Besides being a fine gentleman, isn't he a great accordion player? By the way, Spud, I didn't want to mention this before because it is your gig, but there are a lot of dudes in this room. In fact, it's all duded out. 
Have you yeah. noticed? Well, I mean, uh, obviously, I, I understand. I know I need to have more of a female presence, and I'm working on it now. Okay, Jerry would like to interject if he could. He would like to know why there are no female interns working on the show. He thinks you are afraid of girls. I'm not afraid of girls. You know, I again, I don't want to interrupt here, but uh, he does have a point. There, there are just dudes here in the studio. Spot. Like I said, I am working on it, guys. Okay, I'm doing the best I can do. It's not that easy getting a woman to work on the show. Really? Greg, the ancient Inca warrior, would like to join the conversation here. The ancient gods were all gay, so don't be ashamed to admit your homosexuality. Uh-oh. Say it loud and say it proud. I tried it myself for a few centuries until I met the Princess Jakarta, who rocked my world, and now I'm not going to lie, I'm never going back. I can tell you that. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, good to know. Uh, can you please shut the dummy up, okay? Please? You know, uh, I know we're, we're kind of winding down here. but Yes, I, we are winding down. Let's I, get out of this damn if show. If I may just look around. You have a very interesting family here, Spud. I, I had heard a lot about them. I've heard them on the radio, but oh, my, my God. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, anyway, do we, do we have we, – uh, let's get – I'll have a caller and get the hell out of this thing. No call, Go ahead, caller. I don't know. I don't care who you are. Please talk. Hello. Do you remember me, Spud? No, I don't, but I tell you, anything is appreciated right now. Hey, I've called you a bunch of times. I've only gotten on your post-show report until now. Yeah, cool, Thanks cool, for telling cool, them, cool. them to put me on. Is this a yeah, uh I have no idea who this dude is. It's a uh, dude, though. It's yeah, another dude. Another dude, yeah, and one more dude. Okay, so what can I do for you? Can you wrap this thing up? I've got to go. I'm over, running overtime. Hey, it's always about the music, man. Nothing against the band tonight and other things you've been doing. Where the hell's the jazz? How can you do a show without some real music? Well, yeah, well, <sighs> what, what can I say? I don't have any freaking jazz on me. You don't have Beatles. You don't have jazz. No, okay, fine. Are you done here, hey, caller? Hey, is that that guy? Was that popular show on uh, Beatles show on KZOK? Well, don't go harassing my guests, all right? Bugging me is one thing. No way are you going to bother Mike West. actually sounds like a pretty good guy here, but... Are you done? Hey, I'm just... No, I'm just mixing a little Chet Baker and Charles Mingus with maybe a hard day's night, and I want to hold your hand. No, it's a different show. Wait a minute no, now. No, no, His show is the top-rated Sunday show in the Northwest, and he needs to change up the format? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mike, back me up on this. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I can't, you know, it's like two hours of Beatles. You don't want to be playing... Jazz. Man, I get Sorry, dudes man. like this calling all the time, bitching about one thing or another. One guy wanted me to play only Poison songs a couple weeks ago. I guess it was Brett Michaels' birthday or something. Well, that would make sense. Well, it's Dexter Gordon's birthday this month if you want to do the right thing here. Uh, I, 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 look, I have nothing against jazz or some great American... No Dexter? Amazing music, totally original American music, you know, and I own a lot of stuff, but I don't have it with me tonight. I'm so sorry. If I give in to you, all the wackos are going to flood our phone lines and start demanding I play military anthems or Gregorian chants. Rule number one, never, ever negotiate with people demanding requests, all right? I got to go. You all right? Catch you later, dude. All right. Uh, Harsh, bud. Yeah, that's right. Let's wrap this baby up, okay? Are you, are you ready? I guess so. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's me, but I, I think it was a pretty decent show. What do you think, Mike? I ha This is like the best radio show I've ever done on a... On, is this th Thursday? Yeah, I, it's a Thursday. Yeah. You, you, you know, what, what we had tonight was special. 
and uh, and to experience it is, is it, it feels a little naughty, maybe even a little dirty, but it was worth every second. And you know they don't have Wi-Fi or internet services, and Chick's never going to know about this, so do not even worry about it. What he doesn't know isn't going to hurt him. Well, uh, you know, like I said, that's really between you and him, Spud. Uh, I am glad that I, I was really, I had a great time today. I was glad that I could uh, help out, and I hope I didn't get too carried away here, but I, I am just a fill-in. Uh, that's all. I have my little show on Sunday, and that's really all the radio I do these days. So Chick has right. nothing to worry about. Jeremy, all right. Jeremy here is glad to hear this news. Yeah, anyway. All right, well, this is Spud Goodman. Uh, be all you can be, and I mean that. God bless and adios. Mike, you want to say goodbye? I'd like to say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks. You've been listening to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Mike West, a program composed almost entirely of post-consumer waste ones and zeros. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen. And associate producer is Derek Schneider. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Musical commentaries by the folk singers in hell. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com. And follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. Join us again next week for another exercise in synergy through stakeholder teaming on the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Mike West. to the Spud Goodman post-show report. We will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn. Hi, I'm Ivy Quinn, and uh, welcome to the post-show report. We just had a pretty awesome hour with Spud Goodman and his super special guest host, Mike West. <laughs> super special, I like that. And he's Thanks. he's been kind enough to agree to hang out and sort of fill in again for Chick. And yeah, that's a it's a sad sad story. I, I'm I'm a little worried. Um, I am too. I'm concerned. Chick's delicate. He is, huh? I don't know that he's made for for prison. I don't think any guy's made for prison, really, when you come right down to it. But Chick, especially, it's hopefully it after after doing this show for so long, we know he's a survivor, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have our lovely panel here tonight. We have a special guest panel uh, fill in person too. It's Uncle Steve. Hi, hi, Abby. How are you? I'm good. Michael, okay. Steve. And Hello. we have Hi. On One and David and Derek. And we also have the really interesting band, Stay Tuned, whose uh, sort of wheelhouse is TV and movie themes, which is, to me, incredibly awesome. I, I enjoyed their set earlier. So yeah. uh, right now we're going to lead off with a band Spud really enjoys. They were here a couple weeks ago. Um, Blanco Bronco with Not So. And then we have 
a really cool band. I think you're a big fan, right? Oh, are you talking about? Yeah, that uh, happens to be my son. That's his name is Michael Lerner. Pretty cool. So that's that's the dude. And thanks for playing him. And he gets, uh, he gets like ten cents every time you play his song. Cool. That's great. That adds up. Yeah, it does. Um, so we'll have ghosts and creatures. So thank you.
This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Uh, say, guys, I hate to, to sort of interrupt here, but oh, no be, before Mike leaves, yeah. I, I fashioned an intro to, lot, to the last hour's show in the beaver style as a tribute to Mike West. Spud <laughs> put the kibosh on it. He said it would sound pandering, but oh, I've, 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 pander. I, I, I have a highlight here that I would really, really enjoy playing because I, I frown on weed. I frown on wheedling, but I completely support pandering. So go okay, for it. Here we go. This took, oh, by the way, this took the better part of an afternoon to make him by, I mean, like four or five minutes. So here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Mike West. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, here to kick things off is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. <laughs> and you didn't use any audio trickery, did you? That's that was... actually you. That was really awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I, I think that added a nice bit. So now we get to talk to Stay Tuned, who Hello. are our super cool in-studio band for the night that were kind enough to stick around. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for having us. Are you kidding? Um, can you reintroduce yourselves in case we have any new listeners this hour? Sure. I'm Phil. I'm on vocals and keys. My name is Aaron, and I play bass and sing. And I am John, and I am on drums and sing as well. Thank you, guys. So um, my first question is, I don't think we've ever had a band that is so steeped in the minutiae of film and TV in the studio <laughs> before. So as that band, how was your experience tonight? It was everything I expected and more. Exactly. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I had a blast. This was, yeah, this was I'm a trip. Per, I'm personally having. honored because I, I, they're not natives of the area, and I am, and I grew up watching Spud on Channel 22 yeah. and Spud on Sports <laughs> and all those shows. So, you know, this is this is truly an honor to be on this Yeah, program. this is Mike, and I, I agree. This is really cool. I haven't seen Spud for a long time in person, and, and he was like he was like us on TV. It was yeah. So it's really awesome to Except see Except you could smell him, which was even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you cool. guys all are all here, so that makes me the luckiest girl in the world. Um, how do you guys decide what movie or TV show you're going to make part of your set list? Um, we, well, it's a, it's a tough balance because some of us are older. So I remember a lot of the eighties stuff as just John and, uh, Aaron's a bit younger. So he's pushing the nineties and so we're, we're trying to keep a balance. So that trying we, to find a happy medium. Exactly. Yeah. We want people to be able to dance and sing along with the stuff. So, and you heard two different. We did uh, like a sort of a straight cover and then a genre shift mm -hmm. of another song in the in the show, which, which I appreciated. And so we do. I don't know. Half our set is shifted. Yeah. Because a lot of these movie themes are horrendous. I and so, you appreciate know, we your efforts. Class it up a little bit. Um, do you ever choose something? I guess that kind of falls into something that's kind of sucky that you fix. But what about really awful shows where the only decent thing is the sound is the um, theme song? Do you guys ever do mm. that? If if it's memorable, like mm -hmm. like we've been tinkering around with the Aerosmith song, um, "Don't Want to Miss a Thing," right? Right. Which is a terrible film. <laughs> I, even at City of Angels, we did Iris, which is a terrible film, but people remember that song because it was a big hit. I liked Armageddon. Aerosmith. I don't know about you. Well, guys. Yeah. Hey, you can enjoy it to just enjoy it. That's cool. No judgment. Um, do you guys ever see The Last Dragon? No. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. The Last Dragon. Yeah. So the, uh... that, that's a little homework for tonight. Okay. okay. Just a request. Um, what's the last song you're going to do tonight? 
So we are going to do a our own take on Ghostbusters. Oh, that's fantastic! So this I'm really classic excited. movie. There's yeah. a there's a part where everybody has to it's say a, there's Ghostbusters. A crowd, yeah, there's a crowd participation. So element. if you wouldn't mind helping Feel us out, we'd appreciate it. We'll oh, yeah. do our best. They split, try to battle Vigo, the master evil, try to battle my boys.
Sneaky ghost, baby, you better call Ghostbusters When it comes to your dog Unless you just want some more I think you better call Ghostbusters Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters? <laughs> this is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. That was amazing. Thanks again Thank so you. much. It's coming to your email and inbox, so be prepared. Do you guys have any shows coming up anytime soon? Because we'll plug you. No, we just played. We just played one. We don't have anything on the books yet. Future yeah, plug coming. Yeah. Okay. Right. We need to get to the Super Bowl. Check our Facebook page or Twitter. Yeah. Yes, like them on Facebook. They're a lot of fun. And thank you, thank you again. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you. So we have a clip coming up from the Spud Goodman Show. Derek. Yes, we do. This is uh, this first clip is tonight is from the Reggie Watts interview. So let's go ahead and roll it. Um, when you have downtime, and I don't know if you really have that, but uh, I'm guessing it's not often. What do you do to kill time? Crossword puzzles, stamp collecting, hunting for Nazi war criminals. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um. Uh. You know, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I watch I guess I watch movies. I watch a lot of TV shows. Um, on not on TV, but just like just downloading them. God, he's a lot more evolved than we are. Okay, so did you pick that clip for a reason? Uh, yeah. You know, I I picked that clip because he just he seems like a guy that you know we can all relate to. I mean, what do you do after a long hard day of work? You just want to go home and sit on your couch and watch Netflix. You don't know me. Okay, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Or anybody else do anything besides watch movies? I think he meant the editorial you, but yeah, watch watch movies and you know TV. So. What are you up to, Uncle Steve? Do you have fun, exciting stuff you do? Well, I don't do much. J- Jerry does quite a bit. He's a lot more active than I am. He he belongs to some clubs and plays poker and that kind of stuff. Does he ever go out without you? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I I. I've never seen him actually do it, but I've heard that he has. I imagine if he's channeling ancient Inca warriors, he probably does a little bit of astral projection too. Um, yeah, Reggie seems really cool because he's super diverse in his interests, even even in his laid back interests as watching movies. So I think we're going to go ahead and go to a couple songs. We've got one of our show regulars, Big Wheel Stunt Show, and their Ooh. tune, Bad Thing. And then we have something from B. Beeman titled Gutter Snipe.
can't even put my two cents in I pray the lawmen I hope they won't catch me again And I'm just a vagabond Stay tuned for more of the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Spud's throwback clip of the week, and uh, I think it's coming from a Restore America rally in the state of Kentucky in 2010. Man, you've done your research tonight. It's time once again for Spud's throwback clip of the week. Tonight we feature this jam recorded at a Restore America rally in Frankfort, Kentucky on February 20th, 2010. Enjoy. I want to say to my government, we're not supposed to be raising animals in our home. We're supposed to be raising children created in the image and likeness of the Almighty God and to teach them the Bible. If the Bible says it's right, it's right. If the Bible says it's wrong, it's wrong. The only hope that America has is that godly men and godly women of character will stand and cry, restore 
We don't need more empty political promises. We need to hear an admonition to restore our nation. We don't need more compromising preachers or professional politicians. We need some people of God that will stand and cry aloud like a trumpet, restore our nation. Like a mighty army, we need to declare to the immoral, the impure, the obscene and the foul, your days of unlimited access to the lines of America are over. The army of God that has been silent too long is taking America back. guys no more shellfish that's in the bible yeah and i guess we gotta start stripping because we're all wearing blended fabrics ah crap i i I think that the angriest interpretation of your scripture isn't really working out very well in the middle east so probably won't work out here i i just know that um michelle bachman made me appreciate this week that i should be thankful that jesus wrote the bible in english because um that's that's how it makes it so easy for us all to understand and interpret well, he also had his apostle, King James, helping on that. So, I don't think so. According to Michelle Bachman, senator, U.S. senator. Well, there is an unimpeachable source, at least for now. She said that things in America should be in American like Jesus wrote the Bible. Do you think the U.S. senators <laughs> were appointed by God, you know? Do you think I thought those ever, were Mormons. Do you think they'll ever do an updated version in, like, tweet speak with hashtags? For the Bible? Yeah. I don't know, but I hope they have like an LOL in there. I would love to see the Bible in 140 characters for each verse. <laughs> like, Jesus loves you, hashtag YOLO. They're going to have to get rid of all the begatting also. You know, where mm. so-and-so begat so-and-so. That's be- the funnest part. Or you could shorten it to like BGAT. It, it, it's only fun when you're begetting. Once it's begat, it's kind of boring. Yeah, I think we covered the baby thing on a previous episode. So, Uncle Steve, does Jerry have any strong religious preferences? Uh, he does not. He, what, what, what does concern him, though, is that uh, the constant references to him being a dummy, he, he kind of resents that. Spud's been doing that for years, and not just Spud, other people do it, too. And he, he, you know, it kind of makes us a little angry. Is there a politically correct term for dummy? I will now call it the D word. You, you see, you're doing it. You're doing it. I'm, I'm sorry. Doing, I, this is a type of discrimination I that come, we don't like. I come from an ignorant time. He's you know, just we, Jerry. we don't know any better. He's Jerry. I'm trying to accommodate you. It's how I was and raised. And my comment was that I'll now call it the D word. And do you have a term that you do prefer? I think, I think technically it's ventriloquial figure. It's just Jerry. Just Jerry. Well, I, I hope kind of just Jerry is going to enjoy some music coming up because we have Mud Honey with Revolution and Colin McIntyre with Be My Savior. <laughs>
to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. So we're back, and I think Derek has another clip for us. I do have a clip. Uh, this one is from the Mike West uh, uh, call with Safola. Oh, my. Mike, hmm. Mike if, if I could ask, are you, as they say, currently between relationships? I don't want to sound pushy here, but yes. I would love to cook you a nice dinner. Uh, Mom, mm. he's happily married, okay? Back off. Totally happy. Well, happy I... to be a flexible chum, you know. I'm just offering to make Mike my special meatloaf and see where it goes from there. You never know. Um, excuse my mom's inappropriate <laughs> yeah, advice, uh, Mike. Seriously. Weird, go ahead. Okay, Derek, you know Spud a little bit better than I do. Please tell me that special meatloaf is not a euphemism. Uh, you know, I... That clip just kind of came out because I I wanted to cut off that interview before it got any any uh, dirtier, so that was, I was kind of left with no choice there. Uh, but her meatloaf is killer. And are you talking about actual, honest to god meatloaf, please? Yes. Okay, thanks. And now I don't have to lose a ton of respect for you. And on top of that, it's kosher too. Well, that's good to Only know. Only the finest, purest ingredients. It doesn't it depend on how you kill the meatloaf. Uh, yeah, I think she's got that covered. Okay. Does uh, Jerry enjoy meatloaf? or? Jerry does not eat meat. Is, he's a strict, is he a vegan? or? He does not eat uh, vegetables either. He's a nothatarian? Uh, he does not know what that means. I was trying to figure out something that means you don't eat anything. Does he breathe? Of course he breathes. Does he eat anything that casts a shadow? Uh, it depends where you're standing. Does he eat rainbows? I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> All right. We may never, ever know what Jerry eats. So while you ponder that, let's go to a couple of songs. We'll listen to Butter from Shifter. And then we're going to hear a Tacoma band that Spud feels deserves better treatment than they're receiving right now from Seattle radio stations. His advice is get a P.O. box on Capitol Hill, and that should solve everything. Here are Trees and Timber with, hello, my name is Love.
Everybody's whipping on your hide Everybody's ripping at your side is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Okay, so it's about time to wrap things up. Uh, Always have to thank the band for staying. Thank you to stay tuned. And when we find out when they have their next gig, we'll definitely be plugging them. Please like them on Facebook while you're there. Like Spud's show. He kind of needs the affirmation. And uh, send your thoughts to Chick in jail. I wonder how he's doing. Free Chick. Free chick. Free chick. Free chick. Free chick for everyone. And uh, thank you, David, On One, Derek, Uncle Steve, Nevin, and Jerry. Does Jerry have any um, final thoughts for tonight? Um, No, but you know, you were asking about what he eats, and I got to thinking about that. I don't recall him ever eating. I mean, I haven't actually seen him, seen him eat. Maybe you should take him to a doctor. Uh, we don't. We don't go to doctors. Can you ask him questions like a magic eight ball? Like, could I shake him? 
he, well, he doesn't like to be shook, but you could ask him a question. Sure. Um, how, how is, how's my future looking, Jerry? It's looking up. I, uh, he, well, this is actually from Greg, but he thinks you're going to get a third title in your day job. That sounds amazing, and I'm really excited. So on that happy note, we're going to leave you with an oldie from the 60s Northwest music scene. Here's George Washington and the Cherry Bombs with Crisco Party. Go Hawks. Hey, big brother Ward, I hear you had a party the other night. Is that right? That's right. I had a, I had a party. Yeah. Well, uh, what, what kind of party did you have? I, I had a Crisco party. <laughs> What, what, what's Crisco? It's just stuff like that, Vaseline. Well, well, listen to my story, I'm gonna tell you, tell you. Crisco, Crisco party. I've got a brand new tennis party where you can really scream. Crisco, Crisco party. Well, all you need here lots of Crisco and some girls and boys. Crisco, Crisco party. And have some girls and boys. Crisco party. He likes Crisco party. Everybody grease up now. Well, I, I went to that party with a girl named Snoo. Crisco, Crisco party. She said, oh, come on, man, I want to do A Crisco, Crisco party. She said, well, come along, daddy, don't you be no squire. Crisco, Crisco party. We gonna have a lot of greasy grits for when we get there. Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. 
Audio engineer on one at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith in studio production. The music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. So you guys are lucky. We have time for a little bit more bonus music. Here's Suzanne with Home. Home.